0: Welcome to this two-part podcast series in which archives of sermons delivered following the events of 9-11 were provided in the Brixton mosque community. As we approach the 18th anniversary of 9-11 it's important to reproduce these sermons to counter The crescendo of criticism that was delivered to Muslim communities for the alleged failure of or failure to counter and stand up against extremists. And since that time, there's always been that public cry that Muslims are not standing up and condemning their own, our own, so to speak. And this couldn't be further from the truth because communities have been combating extremism of all kinds within their communities since the early 90s and before and continue to do so today. So hopefully these sermons that were delivered, especially after the discovery of um, and arrest of one terrorist, Richard Reed, a.k.a. the Shoe Bomber on the 22nd of December 2001, um, came to light. A week later, in view of the media um converging on the Brixton Mosque community, we were compelled to speak and to clarify. And these two sermons, these two sermons do just that. So without further ado, it's important to let the listener hear the full extent of these sermons unedited. Um, with the exception of removing the call to prayer in the beginning and the introductory um, uh, words that are said at at the beginning of each sermon. It goes straight into the topic and the clarity and lucidity that is delivered um, hopefully will be very clear and hopefully will continue to resonate today, highlighting the communities who have been at the brunt of some of these um, events um, were the most emphatic in speaking Alhamdulillah Allah
1: has caused that the da'wah of Ahlul Sunnah be spread through a vehicle which is very untrustworthy Alhamdulillah Allah has caused that the dawa to Salafia become something that is spoken about on the lips of the non-Muslims and the Muslims alike and alhamdulillah that Allah has chosen some from the Salafiyin to expose the deviated erroneous ways of the Khawarij, of Jamia takfir of Ahl al-Bida. This has resulted in what we see today. This is what has occurred as a result of the initial event of the 11th of September. And what has come from that. And here today, there will be a repeat with regards to this qubba, defining the characteristics of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, Aswad al Adam, and Taif al Mansurah, the Saleh, Salafi'een, al Yawm, al Yawm. And there will be a clarification for those of the Muslims who doubt and become frightened and become scared when they realise that maybe their local masjid or they realise that the Muslims have become to the fore and are being quoted left right and centre. We will clarify some of the erroneous statements that were made, inshallah ta'ala, in the press. When we look at how we should proceed with this deen we have to always refer back to the Sunnah with the understanding of the Salaf. And we will look at some classical books today which emphasise this. When we look at Ahmed bin Hanbal, one of the four illustrious Imams rahimahullah, Ahmed bin Hanbal in his book, Usul al-Sunnah. When he tells us in the introduction, Usul al-Sunnah indina, the fundamental principles of the Sunnah with us are, one, holding fast to what the companions of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi Wasallam, were upon, two, taking them and their way as a model to be followed, Three, the abandonment of innovation and every innovation is misguidance. Four, the abandonment of controversies. Five, the abandonment of sitting with the people of desires. Because when we sit with the people of desires, those of us who are weak in our knowledge, those of us who are impressionable, those of us who know nothing of the Sunnah are led astray as we have seen of the individuals who are in the media now, and are led astray as we see of those who propagate this bidder who have been mentioned in the media now. And we say at this point here, we here are not of the people who grasp, we here are not of the people who are informers to the police, we here were approached concerning individuals already known in the dunya, and after taking nasiha advice from the Ulama shortly after September the 11th. They said part of your Dawah is if you are asked by the authorities about these extreme individuals you should respond with what you know. And that is it. You do not then go and give names of people you think are extremists. People you don't like because they don't agree with you. You only give of those whom you know and they have asked of. So we have only spoken of five and we will mention them because we were asked about them and you know they were in the press before they came to us being Abu Qatada being Abu Hamza being Abdullah Al-Faizu being Zacharias Masui who's been held now and being this last individual Mr Richard Reed, Abdul Rahim they approached us about these five and we answered with what we knew khalas, fakat, only this is the Haqq from this member of what we are upon. I reiterate, we are not of those who grasp, we are not of those who inform, but we are of those who are upright with the truth, when it needs to be spoken. Continuing, we see in another fantastic book of Aqidah and Sunnah from Imam Bar Bahari, where he said, Know that Islam is the Sunnah, and the Sunnah is Islam. And one of them cannot be established without the other. From the sunnah is clinging to the jama'ah. Whoever desires other than the jama'ah and departs from it. Then he has thrown off the yoke of Islam from his neck. And he is astray. Leading others astray. Three. The foundation upon which the jama'ah is built is the companions of Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They are Ahlul sunnah wal-Jama'ah. So whoever does not take from them has gone astray and innovated and every innovation is misguidance and every misguidance in its people are in the fire. And Umar ibn al-Khattab said in the fourth point, anhu." there is no excuse for anyone going astray thinking that he is upon guidance, nor for abandoning guidance thinking it to be misguidance since the affairs have been made clear, the proof established and the excuse cut off. That is because the Sunnah and the Jamaah have consolidated and safeguarded all of the religion. It has made clear to the people, so that so it is upon the people to comply and follow. Upon you and upon me, this Deen has been made clear. Wadi. Upon you and upon me, this Sunnah and the methodology to be followed has been made clear. So, oh you who sympathizes with the Takfiri-een and sympathizes and rejoices at the suicide bombings and killing of innocent civilians. Oh you who hold Osama bin Laden as a hero, saying he is on the path of guidance. The path of Sunnah is wadi, it is clear. And you holding these views show that you are not upon this path, so you need to join it quickly before you are led to your own destruction. Imam Babahari continues. May Allah have mercy upon you. Know that the religion is what came from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. It is not something left to the intellect and opinions of men. Knowledge of it is what comes from Allah and His Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So do not follow anything based upon your desires and so deviate away from the religion and leave Islam. There will be no excuse for you since Allah's Messenger explained the Sunnah to his Ummah and made it clear to his companions and they are the Jama'ah and they are Aswad al-Adam, the main body and the main body is the truth and its followers. So he who contradicts the companions of Allah's Messenger in any of the affairs of religion, then he has fallen into disbelief. So you want to fight Jihad and your understanding of Jihad is suicide bombing and it's like where from the Sunnah has it come? Which Sahaba had this understanding? Because they are a source of guidance after our Messenger. Those of you who hold this to be a place of war, Dar al Hab, so you can shave your beard, hide your Islam, your wife doesn't have to wear hijab. Where from the Sunnah have you got this? Which of the Sahaba practiced this? You will find none. So where are you going with this desirous, erroneous, deviated belief? Imam Baba Bahari continued, Beware of small innovations, because they grow until they become large. This was the case with every innovation introduced in this Ummah. It began as something small, bearing resemblance to the truth, which is why those who entered it were misled, and then were unable to leave it. So it grew and became the religion which they followed, and thus deviated from the straight path, and left Islam. Look at the Dawah of these individuals that have been mentioned. Look at their understanding with regards to jihad. We clarify a statement here that is making the Muslims scared. When we were asked, the thousand or so people that you are saying are sympathizers and followers of these people, they became alarmed. You take four or five of these deviant people in this society and you add 200 or 250 followers with them. That's how you get a thousand. You take a small percentage of that then you get a hundred ardent followers who are prepared to die for the cause. Everyone's up in arms from the Muslims except those of Sunnah because he said a thousand, because he said one hundred, because he said that they recruited in the masjid. Where is it that they get these innocent unsuspecting youth? They're not all from this masjid. Nam, only two have passed through. What about all the other masajids? The Asian masjids, Bangl- Bangladeshi, Pakistani, Arab masjids, where all you do is pray and hold on to your culture. And your, your children, who are second generation Muslims in this society, do not recognize the Islam you're practicing. Do not know the Islam you're practicing. So they look at the, at the other extreme, your extremely liberal approach. Wear the suit and tie, shave the beard, President Bush, President, um, President Bush and President Blair and the Queen and be good citizens and give Christmas cards because we are living in a non-Muslim society and celebrate Easter because we believe in Easter and this is a time for Dawah Is this the Islam that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught? Celebrating Malad al Nabi and the bidders that take place in the month before Ramadan Celebrating the Islamic New Year Is this the Islam of Al Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? and they're surprised that their children then leave them fed up with what they're seeing and these Badu, ba- Zaki Baduwees of the world and Muslim Council of Great Britain who are not representative of the Muslims in Britain they see them and run to the other extreme because they want action now, they want answers now and they have no firm grounding of Islam when they should come to the middle path the people of Sunnah the people who propagate the Dawah to Salatiyah The people who don't talk from their own desires, but talk from the people of knowledge, from Allah, from his messenger, from the people of knowledge, with the correct faham, with the understanding of the seller. They don't come to them because everyone tries to label them Wahhabi. They're extremists. These brothers don't speak Arabic. They don't know what they're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about because you're you're losing your children. So do not be surprised with the conservative estimates that have been given of approximately a thousand sympathizers to this call approximately one hundred potential individuals who will go and follow like these two somewhat foolish individuals have done. We look with regards to bidders growing big. We know the story when Ibn Masood went along with Abu Musa to see these people doing this new practice of zikr in the masjid Ibn Mas'ud asked the people, once it entered upon them, What is this that I see you doing? They were sitting there counting pebbles, saying "Say Allahu Akbar a hundred times. We know this famous hadith in ad darami They replied, O Abu Abdurrahman, these are pebbles upon which we are counting takbir, tahleel and tasbih. He said, count up your evil deeds. I assure you that none of your good deeds will be lost. Woe to you, O Ummah of Muhammad. How quickly you go to destruction. These are the companions of your prophet who are widespread. There are his clothes which have not yet decayed and his bowl which is unbroken. By him in whose hand is my soul, either you are upon a religion religion better guided than the religion of Muhammad or that you are opening a door of misguidance. They said, "O Abu Abdurrahman, Wallahi, by Allah, we only intended good. He said, How many are there who intend good but never reach it? Indeed, Allah's Messenger ﷺ said to us, A people will recite the Qur'an, but it will will not pass beyond their throats. By Allah, I do not know. Perhaps most of them are from you. Then he left them. And Umar ibn Salama said, in addition, We saw most of these people fighting against us, the Sahaba, on the day of Nahrawan, along with the Khawarij. The Khawarij whose call started then. The Khawarij who label all of the Muslim rulers, randomly, irrespectively, as Kuffar, as infidels. And those in the government as Kuffar and infidels. And their wives and children as Kuffar and infidels. And those of us who do not speak with their Kalam, like myself and here in the Salatine here and around the country. They call us Kuffar, Munafiqeen, where worse than Munafiqeen, our wives can be their concubines. This is the call. Of these people that we have openly refuted in the media. This is the call of these people which is centuries old. And our messenger sallallahu warned of. And we see here that Ibn Masood warned of. So why then now are we getting nervous? And our eyes are wide. And why did he say this? And why did he say that? Why are we getting nervous and believing every single statement that we read from a people who are not upon the deen? Why? What is the strength of your conviction on this deen? What is the foundation of your knowledge of this sunnah? Where are you going, O oh Muslim? And where are you coming from? Hamdan kafiran taiban mubarakan fi. We it's apt that we conclude this part of the khutbah by reiterating what one of the foremost students of knowledge in this dunya today, one of the main students of Al-Ima, al-imam al albani rahimahullah, has said concerning this when we called him directly after the events of the 11th of September and it is still applicable today as it was yesterday and will be applicable tomorrow On yawm al the 4th of Rajab, 1422 after Hijri corresponding with Friday the 21st of September 2001 Christian era in a telephone conversation with the brothers at Masjid ibn Taymiyyah Brixton, UK as Sheikh Abel Harris Ali Hassan Abdul Hamid Al-Halabi said after praising Allah Azzawajal I do not have any advice to give my brothers and sisters in the West and the UK specifically except what I am about to say. First and foremost that we must remember Allah often and busy ourselves by increasing our supplications to Him and by exerting ourselves in our worship as the Messenger of Allah said the reward of worship during the times of fitna is as though you have made hijrah to me. Continuing with Shaykh Ali Hassan's statement. You should have sabr, patience with the trials and tribulations that befall you. As Allah Ta'ala has said, give glad tidings to those who are patient. Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayat 155. And as the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said, verily, victory is with the patient." It is now obligatory upon you all to clarify the misconceptions that the non-Muslims have of Islam. It is now obligatory upon you all to clarify the misconceptions that the non-Muslims have of Islam. For example, eradicating the association of Islam and the Muslims with extremism, the unjustified killing of innocent people, and everything else other than this, as this has no basis in Islam whatsoever. This is because Islam is a religion of mercy, great mercy, even to those who openly oppose it. As from the foundation of, foundations of Islam, it states that we do not oppress the enemies of Islam in retaliation to the way they oppress us. As Allah has said, and we did not send you, O Muhammad sallam except as a mercy to mankind and all that exists. And as the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Verily, I am not but except a gift of mercy from your Lord. Indeed, it is upon you, O my brothers, to act carefully with what may befall yourselves, wherever you are, even in your masajid. And again, I remind you, as I've said before, that we do not oppress the enemies of Islam in the same manner as a retaliation to the way they oppress us. But if a Muslim is attacked, then it is permissible that he defends himself with just enough to repel the enemy. And regardless of any attacks on the Muslim, you must carry on giving the Dawah in the best way as you were before, by making apparent the beauty of Islam in its totality to the non-Muslims, as Allah has said. And do not argue with the people of the book except in a way that is better. We're nearly finished with these statements. And Allah also said, Say to the people of the book, Come together with us on a word that is agreeable. Surah Ali Imran, Ayat 64. In conclusion, Sheikh Ali says, My advice to you, O oh my brothers and sisters, is that you should hold firm to your Islam. Fear Allah as he should be feared by doing all that he has ordered you to do and by abstaining from what he has forbidden you. Do not let your emotions cloud your judgment and lead you into transgression. Rather use wisdom, be patient and do not act hastily until Allah removes this trial or opens a way out for you. And finally, I say whenever, whenever anything happens to the Muslims collectively or individually that you should always stay unified upon the Qur'an and the Sunnah, upon the understanding of the Salaf Salih. Always referring back to the Ulama for advice and clarity instead of splitting up into groups based upon opinions, whims and desires acting hastily which will bring, about, bring nothing but destruction of this Ummah this is what I believe appropriate to say now and I ask Allah to remove this trial from us and make, to make us firm upon this deen and Islam the truth and the guidance this was the advice from Shaykh Ali Hassan Al-Halabi still applicable to now so I say, O Muslims we didn't prepare for this we didn't plan this. We didn't say, oh media come, we have a story to tell you. But they came. Because unfortunately two individuals had come, been exposed to the pure teaching here, but had been plucked away by the deviants they have allowed to be in the midst of this society, who are calling the unsuspecting youth. And we now are warning through every avenue of these people, and of their calling. And if some of you are sympathizers to that call now, beware. If not in this life, but when you enter the grave. Because you will be put to trial for your erroneous belief, your deviated practice, and your sympathy with a people who are bent upon nothing but destruction and misguidance. As we conclude now, we will ask after Salah. We have a statement. Instead of them coming to us, we're going to go to them with a statement that is going to confirm what we are upon and clarify the misconceptions that have entered into the media. So we would request that after we've prayed you remain seated until we've made that statement once that statement has been made Ikwa can leave and you will get a copy of the statement those of you who have to leave immediately we would request that you leave through the back gate but you will not get a statement because that will only come out after we have spoken to them and now Ikwa we should be of those united upon the truth calling to this Dean clarifying what misconceptions may have entered the papers above that clarifying deen Al Haq. Subhanakala Homa will be Hamdik. ilaha illa anta. Ashadu Allah ilaha illa anta. Ashadu Allah ala 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 ala